Vibe with Edmond Norris. So yeah, guys, you're welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Edmond Norris podcast. I'm your host and I'm still the coolest boy in the world. Despite my classical loss, I'm still the coolest boy in the world. So very quickly, I got a Liverpool, I got a Real Madrid fan to talk about the classical that we, the Barcelona lost yesterday. Real Madrid wants to congratulations to Real Madrid fan, and I also got a Man United fan. <laughs> I got a Man United fan to come and try and explain all that has happened to Man United because they were completely trashed by Salah and Liverpool. It was it was it was embarrassing defeat. So I got them, and it was a fun conversation. We also analyzed Chelsea, Man City, Barcelona, PSG and their issues with Pochettino and Messi. So yeah, guys, I'll see you guys at the end. Let me allow you guys to enjoy it. Please, if you are listening to the podcast and you're enjoying the conversations, don't forget to tweet at me. Always, I always like to see what people think about the podcast, how we can make it better, what you would like to hear. You understand? If you if you have any idea of any type of podcast content that I can, that you think is going to make sense, you can always hit me up and I can create it with, with tweet. Like the last general episode was that we that I talked about. I named that one you need trolls and I, I go Pengman and Uvel to talk about how because there are a lot of people that want to put out their content on the internet but they are scared because they are afraid of the negative comments or the criticisms of the trolling. We talked about why you can use that and how you can use that to your advantage. You get so like this is the third episode and there, there are lots of beautiful content that you guys can consume. So if you are listening and you love the conversation, subscribe in any way you are listening on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Audio Mac, on Google Podcasts, on Diesel, on SoundCloud. It's everywhere. Subscribe so you don't miss more premium content because we continue to do this every Monday and general episodes every Friday. So let me allow you guys to enjoy it. I will get. I'll see you guys at the end. So yeah, guys, you're welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Edmondoris podcast. Despite losing my classical yesterday, I'm still the coolest boy in the world, Edmond Oris. So the ninth game week brought about a lot of very funny results. Chelsea trashed Norway 7-0. Manchester United were spanked by Salah 5-0. Your classical Atletico Madrid came came down. By what go margin? By what go margin? By what go margin? By one go margin. Well, I have two of the very two very big. <laughs> fans and this is number one football podcast in nigeria apparently i checked and i saw that we were number one in uganda too so it's because we can make episodes like this that's why we are we are there but i have two very big real madrid fan and Manchester united fans so that we review all the all the results from this past weekend how are you guys doing good afternoon morning stars hey good morning boss edmund (laughs) good to be here <laughs> All right, I have Chief Noon. So if you guys are not on Twitter, you need to go and follow him on Twitter. He's going to break down Manchester United and everything relating to Manchester United for you because we talk a lot on our spaces that we hold from time to time. And if you are not there, why? If you love football, you should be on those spaces. And I also have one of the biggest Real Madrid fans that I know. I know Real Madrid fans don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of fans in Nigeria, but Idris, my boss Idris is here in flesh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Edmond? I'm fine. I'm fine. But but let's just let's just get straight to, into the action. How how was the classical from a Real Madrid point of view? Well, not the best classical in a while, but you know, Real Madrid will always be Real Madrid. Yeah, and that's why that's the quality of the players, the uh, the inclusion of Tony Cruz. You know, you could see that Tony Cruz missing in that particular midfield has been a lot for Madrid, and his inclusion yesterday was actually very immense for us. So the the calmness, the way they threw the passes and everything, it was able to control the rhythm of the game. And you know, my Vinicius, the the small baby goats. Akporo, you mean? 
it's more maybe good showing your tearing up your defense, showing no mercy. It's a shame, it's a shame that you couldn't record any goal yesterday, but you know, we move still. So, yeah, yeah, a win is a win. A win is a win now. It's crystal clear that I was going to mod you guys. So, was it easy for you guys as a as a fan? It was, was very easy. easy now. It was it was there. You guys actually had the just scored that goal from Cone at 97 minutes. I don't know what the ref was still doing at that particular time. That match will have ended at 94 minutes. But, you know, but I just wanted you guys to have something on the score sheet too. So, the, <laughs> you can... <laughs> yeah. So, the I like the formation from from the way um, Ancelotti, you know, used that 4-3-3. The inclusion of Rodrigo and Vinicius starting together, giving us a lot of pace. At that flank, because you know, you guys, I don't know what's going on with Koman. Why he's using Dest up front? You <laughs> can see, you can see, because and I, I want to come to this because this was a very big point in the game where Dest has had literally tapping. It was he was just there for the taking, put the ball in the net, and then he missed it. And I tweeted on on Twitter that Real Madrid scored their first half big chance. It wasn't only big chance; it was a half chance. It wasn't. From, eh? It wasn't a big it chance. Wasn't, it wasn't. It was a rocket from Alaba, but yeah. How, how, how do you see you guys' chances this season? Ah, uh, well, in the league, we, we winning the league might might be a bit difficult because you know Atletico are there, you know, firing top gear, winning one zero, blocking it to the end of the <laughs> to the end of the game. So I think the only competition we have this season is not even Barcelona because you guys might finish seventh or sixth. Let's go to Europa. <laughs> Champions, Champions League next season might not be sure, but I don't agree. The though. only the only competition we're having that league right now might just be Atletico Madrid because the way things are going, if all my guys are back on form, you know, ah, it's going to be difficult for you guys. And then when the boys pick up, all I need is for Vinicius to be making good decisions because it can be all good throughout the game and then make that good decision, put it back at the back of the net. No, like that yesterday when it was just drip. Oh, he has improved. Days. He has improved his finishing this season. Yes. Yeah, he has. He has. But he can do better. He can always do better. I want him to be very little, like Asensio was back then, because he's always creating those chances. He's always getting in that box, tearing defense apart. You know, just no. Be more clinical. You have to be very clutch enough. It's not about your take-ons. That's why we usually tell you people that it's not about take-ons. Don't come and dribble. Give us goals. Give us results. See what Salah was doing yesterday against Manchester United. It was just please, please, pa, let's pa, not pa, let's pa. not jump there. We're going to come, and I know Chief Nusso is, is listening patiently. We're going to come to that, but let's just finish from the other league. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah. And if you look at the build up, if you look at the build up, you could see that Ancelotti actually has a pattern to his counter. It reminded me of 2014-2015 Madrid when he was still there too. You you could see how Alaba was able to defend that ball from the box. Made that run pass to Vinicius. Vinicius control the ball, make that turn, send it, was it a across. Pass from him. I think I think that pass was the goal because that pass doesn't. Without that pass, the whole thing doesn't open up. Yeah, but because even Alaba, even play Alaba was shouting like pass it to me directly, but no, Vinicius had to spread it across to Rodrigo. So that automatically moves the defender away from Alaba. And then the moment Rodrigo drop the pass, you know now, Alaba <laughs> with the pace and shot. From a Barcelona yeah. point of view, let me do it because I wanted to get a Barcelona fan here, but I'm like, since I'm already a Barcelona fan, let me just represent our house a Barcelona. But it was a frustrating game because you could see that Coman had no tactics. 
there was no clear the players don't know what to do they don't know how to play they don't know how to make runs the young has been poor this season even Dest Dest is not a finisher he's not a forward it's, it's very unusual for him to be in that position he still doesn't excuse the fact that he should be scoring that though but he was played as a winger you get what I'm saying and I always say this Coaches need to take more responsibilities. That, that's why, the, at the end of the day, when the team is not performing, it's the coach that gets sacked, not the players. The players will still be there. The only way a player mm-hmm. can take responsibility for, for his bad action is if, as a coach, after a bad performance like that, and we'll come to this when we're talking about Mario and Maguire, Chip, so I want your, your thoughts on this. You put the player on the bench. Let him know that if you don't turn up or you are missing, you can't be missing chances like that in a, a classical game, 0-0. Zero, zero. Do you understand what I'm saying? They yeah. should there should be a punishment. Sit that was actually bench. that was actually a very clear tapping for Jess yesterday. And it, it just was put it at the back of the net. And then you went firing all that shots for what? One zero, one zero at, at your home. You already literally, I think that if you score first, you just put my it's clear that Madrid wants to play on the counter. They they would let you have the ball. You can be and really we're very, 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 very shy with the ball because there was no there was no breakthrough there was no nobody was making those passes it was just simple pass oh, no cohesion pass to the right. exactly you get what i'm saying so it's, it's, act, it's actually very frustrating and i'm scared and, I, and i'll be saying it that as a Barcelona fan guys you should be scared as long as Coman remains as, as the manager things are not looking very good the man on the games you expect him to lose he actually goes and loses it he will never shock you by just maybe playing one tactical change that will just throw the opponent off balance what you expect him to over me that is not a footballer or not a coach. I know what he's going to do. Imagine the coaches that have all the data and all the analysis to analyze them properly. It's too easy now. Very easy. You get what I'm saying? But let's let's leave, let's leave them. Let's leave Barcelona. Um, PSG are still struggling, guys. Let me let me ask Chipno so here what he thinks. PSG are struggling. They, they drew to Marcel Marcel zero zero. Messi is still yet to register a goal or an, or an assist. Chipno, so what what do you think is happening at PSG? Are Messi in the league? Because he scores in the Champions League, but what do you think is happening with him in, in, in the league there? Uh, I think it's more of formality. He, they think that the league is a walkover, so they don't put in so much work. But their aim is to win the Champions League, you know. So when it comes to the Champions League, it's more of let's do or die. For both the manager and the players, they want to stick their name. You know, it's a different case when you are at somewhere that are comfortable rather than where they say place where there's pressure. There's pressure on them because they are in a very tough group, you know. So they have to, first of all, get out of there. Nobody is going to want to play um, Europa League with PSG. So, yeah, so that's what I think is wrong with them. They are just not energized enough because it's the League One. We always win League One anyway. Do you think do you think Pochettino can put that team together to to mount a serious title? I doubt. Title? I doubt. I doubt. You know, because people blame Pep. You know, I'm one of the few people. Although I understand, I banter Pep and say things like he has a good thing, but there's a difference with having a good team and knowing how to use a good team. You know, because it's one thing to have players. It's one thing for them to fit your system. You understand? That is why... It's one thing to have a system. How many coaches have a system? Ah, you understand? So, it's not like coaches don't have a Some have. Some do. It's just that some don't fit the squad that they have. You understand? Some people are small team coaches. They can motivate the team. Tell them put in work here like Moyes. Put in work here. Slide here. Do this here. Work hard. Do this. When they go to a big team, they lose it because you are telling players that are sophisticated around the world to do things that you would normally tell Antonio. Mm-hmm, Antonio, run through 
trial for 90 minutes. Oh, you can't tell that to Ronaldo. Run trial for 90 minutes because he's going to conserve energy. You can't tell that to Messi. Run, he will not do that. Messi is going to play how he's being fit and how his body will tell him. Do you understand? So people don't understand that. People just well, think I, that I, 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 you don't, have I, don't, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you short. Idris, what do you, what do you think about that? I didn't know. I didn't know coaches that can make players do this thing because I, I, you mentioned Messi now. Messi is a totally different person when he's playing for Argentina and he trusts his coach. The way he plays. Or Idris, what do you think? Yeah, well, to me, coaches have, you know, basically they are just meant to give instructions and give patterns. Like, okay, when you get to the pitch, this is how you should play, this is what you should do, this is what you should not do. But for some caliber of players, like um, Chief Nosso already mentioned, you can't tell Ronaldo that, okay, oh, I want to stay in the middle and then go to the flank at this point and then, no, these guys knows the ball before the ball is even being played. You can't tell the message to be like, okay, Messi, I want you to stay in the box, throw out, no. It's not going to perform because it feels like I have to drop back, create the game, start the game, start the gameplay, move forward, and then end it. So players like that, to, to you know, to manage them, it takes a lot. That's why I respect Zidane a lot when he was managing um, the likes of Ronaldo and Co. Like, he literally played with this player and he was still able to manage them and he still listened to him. So, like you also said, some coaches are just meant to be managing very small teams. Like, uh, all these top 10, 15 teams where you can just oh, motivate. <laughs> I think, I just think exactly motivation. That. I... See, the truth is that Pochettino cannot take PSG anyway. If they like, they should have 20 Messi, 20 Ronaldo. Because of the kind of coach he is, same thing goes for Sujia. To me, I don't know about any I other think, person. I think, I think, I, let's not go to Sujia. We're going to come to that. But I think that this is it. I think that as a coach, you need that personality as a winner. It's difficult. How do you want to? How is Pochettino? How many trophies has he won in his career? What is he telling Messi that has won literally everything? Telling him, exactly. oh, this Neymar, He doesn't have the personality to coach them. He doesn't have the... And even, like, from a, from a, from a respect point of view, you won't trust him because throughout the season, you've been telling us, do this. it's not working. What are we going to do now? So they will always feel like they will always feel like oh I can do it myself. You understand? So as a Messi fan, I'm not really bothered for for his performances in the, in this thing. I, I think I like that he's performing in the Champions League. So let's see where that takes him. And I know that he will score eventually. It's just a matter of time. But let's come to England now. Let's come to England. Chelsea guys, Idris, Chelsea seven zero. How how are you feeling about Chelsea this season? Omo, that team looks like a team that's going to win the league. And if care is not taking them, I end up in the Champions League again. If they're actually putting work. Because you can see you can see that they actually have a pattern. They have a rhythm. And kudos to Mendy, man. I don't know how that guy is not being nominated for Ballon d'Or. That guy has been immense. Like, it's a rock on its own. You you can't pass through him. He's, he's very aware of his positions. Very aware of, the, of his defensive lines. He knows how to control them. He talks to them. You won't see him shouting to the, at them, but he talks to them. They communicate a lot. Look at Mounts. Ah, man, that a trick. Someone was telling me one time that uh, that if Mount is actually really, really fit, that Mount is actually the best player in Chelsea. I was like, okay, how about Lukaku? Like, <laughs> Lukaku is just there. If Lukaku does not have the chance to, you know, shield the, the vendor, touch the ball, make that run, make that turn in, that Lukaku is, is just there. But you see, for Mounts, it's, it's impressive. I'm not going to lie. but And I'm going to give that to Tuchel. It's defensive pattern. It's not as if they would defend like the Atletico does, but the way okay. they defend, I, I can't explain it. It's just, it's so it was, tight it at was, the back. It was, it was a thumping, thumping, thumping result. 7-0 against Norwich at home. And we know, we know, we, we banter them a lot on Twitter and we call them to Chelly Ban and how they are defensive. But they are the highest scoring team in the league as well. They yeah. keep clean shit like it's nobody's business. Mendy is so stingy. He doesn't even let other people score. Um, 
Trivino, so your noisy neighbors want to. They are looking very good. Man City, did you see the game four one? And how do you think about Man City this season? Uh, I just think Pep is just too good. That 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 is just it. His system is flawless, basically, most likely. He's playing without a recognized striker, but see how he has set his team up to always win games. You understand? So okay. I don't know. I feel like this is the toughest top three because I just think Liverpool too are also as good as Man City and Chelsea are basically as good as it. The three, then the top four, whoever is going to be the fourth team, nobody knows because Man United are definitely not good enough. You understand? So, our noisy neighbors, too good actually. I don't see them winning the Champions League, but in the league, I don't know. I just feel like this. He just has a way of always getting things done, scoring four, five, six easily. They were very good. They were very good against Brighton. And what was his name? Bernardo Silva, he didn't get on the score sheet. He doesn't score, but he literally does all the job in that midfield there, mopping up, mopping up, passing. He's relentless. And I, I think that a lot of people should pay more attention to Bernardo. Um, and, and I love the way he rotates too. Folding was very good. How good is Folding? Is he the young, best young player in the league? I, th- I think so. Up there. Up there. Talent-wise, up there. Application-wise, up there. You know, there's talent, like Vinicius. Then there's application. You understand? Everybody expects Vinicius to be maybe more than what he is. And now he's just living up to as much as people expect him to be. You understand? So he's not only just there talent-wise. I would say this guy is very talented, but the application is not so much. He's as talented as he plays. Like, every time you watch him, he's composed. He's 21, but he plays like a 28-year-old, renowned midfielder. Corinthian chances, never gives the ball away. Neat, tidy, composed. Come on, what would you name it? Like, anytime I watch him play, I always wish he was the kind of my player. Like, he's actually that good. Like, he doesn't miss it. So, right. one so, of the best, if not the best around. So, it's very, very, very tricky in the Premier League. I think that the Premier League is the most entertaining league. Man, it's crazy. Three, I think that Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City are... As at the ninth game week, I think that they are the three title contenders, and I think that any one of them winning it will be a very fair thing. But it's a shame that only one person is going to win it at the end of the day. But they are three very good teams, man. Liverpool guys, let's talk about let's talk about Liverpool and Man United. But let's talk from a Liverpool point of view, Idris. How good were Liverpool yesterday? To me, Liverpool were even average yesterday because if had it been Liverpool played like that against any other team that is not Manchester United, I don't think they will get three goals in that game. Because to be honest. There was no pattern. The goals were just coming because the the defense of Manchester United was very porous. Self awareness <laughs> was zero from the defenders. They don't even know what they were doing. But no I don't agree. You can't score five goals at Old Trafford and be average. That's, yes, that's what I'm saying. Now imagine no. they put in the work. If if Liverpool had played the way they played against Atletico Madrid, that game had ended 12 0 or eleven or ten. So you are saying it was too easy for them? It was too easy. So, they were not even putting in work. The goals were just coming. They didn't play well. They did, To me, Liverpool of yesterday, they even play 70% of their capacity. So, okay, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You're exactly. saying that they didn't play as, as well as we know them to play, but exactly. it was very easy for them. I'm telling you, because yesterday, no, they didn't put in much work. The goals oh, yeah, were just let's, coming. Let's ask the Man U fan to analyse it from a Man United point of view. How, how were you feeling, Chief? So when you were seeing that game, how was it? How was it watching? Did you watch it to the end? I watched till, I, don't, I can't remember, I think 50-something, and then when it was five, I was just like, you know what? There's no need. I, I knew they were going to beat us, but... One by one, they don't the goals. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, it was, it was abhorring. Like, there was nothing. As, as in Liverpool were not struggling. I, their shirts they used yesterday, they can still get any other game. Like there was yes. no sweat. They didn't do they didn't have to work 
they just scored and then they scored again and then they scored again. That was it. Van Dyke basically did not even do anything. He just continuously kept saying that his friends were scoring. When it was five, they stopped scoring. Actually, I, th- I didn't even think they didn't, put, they didn't even put in work again after they got five. So I'm pretty sure maybe he told them in the dressing room that they don't want to over humiliate. I mean, thank God it was not Bayern. If it was Bayern yesterday, I think maybe twelve or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where 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 did it go wrong, or where has it gone wrong? Because they, you guys uh... came from behind. You guys came from. I'm sorry. You guys came from behind to beat Atlanta from two zero at Ultra for last. I think it was on t- Wednesday. It was on Wednesday. No, it was on Tuesday. I be Wednesday. But in the last Champions League game week, and I think. That he was scared for Liverpool. That if you guys played where you could play against them, against Liverpool, you guys could get 4 0 at halftime. And it actually happened. So, where was going wrong with Mario? Where did that game go wrong? Um, first of all, I don't know. Our, our problem is so long. But as I always <laughs> explain, as I always explain, first of all, where we get it wrong is our problem is from up to down. First of all, we got what's called this guy, Ole. Ole came in as a was called caretaker. You understand? This guy is not tactically pronounced. He's not so he's like how would I call it? He's like Coleman. He's not known for to be tactically proficient, not known to be able to get this thing tactically right, which is very, very fine. I told you how Ole's job is. Ole is basically handling more United as a whole, both our female, our training, our women, our our youths from under 23, 19-18-16. Because we have no footballing body in United at all. We are just a cancer held by our managers. So we need a manager that will always come in and be able to put a lot of things on ground. If you have a manager like that as a board or as an owner, you are supposed to give the manager the best environment possible because this guy is holding your shit. And if this guy cannot play as the first, the first team is what generates the funds. Nobody gives a shit about your under 16. If the guy cannot focus on your first team, you're supposed to appoint coaches that are astute, coaches that know the game, coaches that are, as in, that can be able to bring out the style you want them to play. Do you understand? You are putting in people like Michael Carrick. Football does not, business doesn't care about feelings. This is business. This is football. Goals don't care because you are feeling how I'm feeling towards the goal. It will work. So we've put in enough work to get where we were. We came from uh, sixth to third to second. This And then you are bringing in Sancho. You are bringing in Varane. You are bringing in Ronaldo. This was the time to know that a lot of sores in that team will be open because you are now bringing in people that will not do the job of James, of going and running back, that will go and be def- defending 90 minutes. You are bringing in people that know the game. Why not bring in the coaching staff that also knows the game? We cannot be poor transitionally in 2021. Our defensive setup is shit. <laughs> How bad we play, two, we play two we play two midfielders, two CMs just to cover our saw. Yet the saw is still as open as normal because our setup is a disgrace to humanity. Man United cannot play from the back in 2021. It's not it can't work. Do you understand? So if our system is still wrong, we will never get it right. Yesterday was an exaggeration to me because normally if you put Man United and put Liverpool, our games will be tight. It doesn't matter what it is. Yesterday was just like you know when all things are against you and everything the opponent just tries just keeps working. That is what yesterday was. When everything has gone, when you know that this person is finished and then every all hell will break loose. That was what yesterday was. Yesterday was just all hell breaking loose. Because on a normal ground, if you go mind you and live up, whether no matter how bad we are, our games are always extremely tight. Mm-hmm. So yesterday was just like, okay, you know what? This system is going to just open up. 
any if Liverpool as much as strike on or go kick to enter the post. Do you understand? So that was what was just how, that was bad, what how bad was yesterday. it, Captain Maguire yesterday? Maguire is a disgrace. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, you cannot watch any center back in the world and expect Maguire. As in, how can you in 2021, you as a as a defender, you are always under pressure, even when there's no pressure. You cannot <laughs> pass the ball well, you are not you are not strong, you dive into challenges, you never read the game, you are hitting your men. This is not the first time it has happened. You are supposed to coach some parts of this thing out of this guy. You've not, he's 80 million signing, no improvement to date. Do you understand? So it's okay. it's poor. Our positional awareness, our, see Liverpool, they can hold the high line. Man United can never hold the high line. For what? I we are not mad. I watched so, him. I'm sorry to come in here. I watched Oli's press conference where he said, uh, I think they wanted to attack Liverpool. I mean, I, I watched post school's analysis. He was saying he thinks that they wanted to attack Liverpool, but the Man United wave, because people always talk about the Man United wave, Man United, where it was like in his time when Ferguson was there, that they gave some teams their respect by sitting deep and just stopping them from playing. And since you're at home, you are always going to get a chance. Because you have Ronaldo. Ronaldo will give you a chance. You can win the game. So do you think tactically they got it wrong? They got it wrong on all fronts. Not just really tactical. They got it wrong on all fronts. You are not in the same... You but don't Bruno, missed the penalty. Penalty. Bruno missed a very big chance when it was 0-0. Just like this too. So mm-hmm. whose fault is that? I say you have all... Uh, we don't have the facilities to even go toe-to-toe with Liverpool. So, just have shame and then even as much as just make it compact, make it competitive and stay back. Play to your strengths because you don't have the tactical prowess to go toe-to-toe with Liverpool or any big serious team, actually. So, just stay where you are. Nobody will hit you. Nobody will beat you if you're at home defending and hitting them on the break. I mean, we wouldn't care. It's Liverpool. If you get us a draw, if they even beat us one, we manage it. <laughs> well, let me, let, me ask, let me ask Idris because I know Idris is literally one of the biggest Ronaldo fans. Idris, how did you yeah. feel seeing, seeing, seeing Ronaldo? And what are you feeling about Ronaldo's move to Man United at this point? Any regrets? No, for me, I believe it's, it's not a bad move for him. It's just the coaching system and the, the pattern they play at times. Do you think Ole should go? Ah, well, if it requires them to having a good result and winning the trophy, it should, it should leave. Because I don't think he actually knows what he's doing. Uh, it's I don't I've never seen a coach that subs the way Ole subs. It's so easy for him. If Ole has the chance, he can sub in ten players in first half. Just pick your pack. You coming? You going? You going? Because he has the resources, but he doesn't know how to use them. Utilization is very is key. He doesn't know how to utilize the players he has. If you can, you can see vividly that most of the goals that Ronaldo has even scored that are not probably from the side or probably actually ran there is always coming from the flank. Look at the goal he scored yesterday that was offside. It was from the side. But only we still go to the next match and see what you know what Ronaldo go and be a lone striker. It cannot work. We've seen that in Madrid, we've seen that in Juve, even his early days in Manchester United, it cannot work. Because but he plays as a lone striker for Portugal, doesn't he? He doesn't play as a lone striker. On the paper, it's like a lone striker. But on the pitch, he comes from the flank. On the pitch, he comes from the flank. That's where the Andre Silva and likes comes in. They'll be the one on the flank. But when the match started, it's only when they are playing on counter that it goes to the centre. It comes from the side. What Ronaldo will offer from that flank, the likes of them, Sancho, Rashford, cannot even offer it. And that's the fact. But uh, Omo, man, it's only So anything only does. But okay, we, we, we focus so much on, but let's focus on Mosala now. Hat trick, 10 goals in the Premier League this season. I think he's the first player in 18 years since Ronaldo, the, the Brazilian Ronaldo, to score a hat trick in Old Trafford. 
um hundred I think one hundred and nine the highest scoring um African player in the Premier League. I think we one hundred and nine. Drogba is one hundred and two. Then Mane is one one hundred. I think Mane will be passing Drogba soon. How good is that? Is it the best best player of the season this season, Idris? Because I know you have Benzema that has been very good too. But who do you think has been better? Ah, then to me, I um if I have the opportunity, I would say half and half. I'll just give them fifty fifty each so that I know it's balanced. Because I can tell you that Mosala is that player that's going to punish you for every slight mistake you do and every chance he has. What, give him the chance he's going to punish you. When he plays, no second gets in. He doesn't think twice. You know what he wants. He's very close. He takes it. Wicked edition. Yeah, that is third goal. That's, see, it's third goal against the game. He was left here alone by himself, running from... He missed the ball. Instead of the defender to track him down, they left he overheat him. it. He ran again and still scored the goal. What are you telling me? A lot of players will just stay. Immediately they, they miss that ball. They just stay. They don't anticipate anymore. Because they always anticipate him. He always wants to score. He always, those are the kind of players I like. The, his results. His results. He doesn't care how the goal looks like. He just wants to put it at the back of the net. Whether <laughs> by toe, whether by head, my chest, anywhere. Just want to have that goal. So, but you can't... You, the pattern as which... Um, Salah plays, you can't compare that to Benzema. You know, Benzema is a bit flair. He likes to do the ball playing pattern, drop back, come from the flank, make that assist, you know. But you cannot, you know, you can't underestimate what Benzema is doing in that team. He's actually been a great leader. I like the way he's, you know, pushing the Madrid team. And nah, it's, it's been so fantastic this season. So, All right. so, um, um, yeah. Chief Nonso? Yeah. You guys are eight points behind, I think, Chelsea. Are you guys out of the title race, officially? I don't think we were ever in the title race. Okay. I think I gave up when we played Wolves. <laughs> that was when I just knew that. Okay, what this guy was... That... Like, ah, no, come on. How can you have so much talent and you are struggling against Wolves? Going goal line, goal line, clearing, having mercy, hoping. At, against Wolves. Wolves that if Man City catch them or Liverpool get them, Three four zero without stress, without you get. So I think one thing I said on Twitter, and I'll say again, is Manchester United should forget the obsession they have with creating another Ferguson. There will never be another one. Have a football structure and have competent managers that will manage, coach the team, and get them trophies. That is all. Cue all, right. all those things like DNA. Just have a good structure. <laughs> Same thing goes for Barcelona. Barcelona should stop. Reminiscing Pep, just have a good footballing structure, have things on the ground, have managers that understand and want to. I think that's what matters. All right, it's, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. Another news has now beat, forgotten what's now beat. I think Aston Villa, Aston Villa 3 1. Yeah, yeah, Aston Villa. Then Spurs lost, West Ham beats be Spurs by one. So you guys play Spurs next. How are you feeling either of that one? <laughs> I lo- I told you I lost it already when we played the uh, Wolves. So anytime I see my United match, I always expect us to lose, maybe or draw. So if we win, <laughs> we're lucky. So all right. So the I last question I want to ask you guys now, because because after that is Man City for you guys. You guys still sports Man City. Um, Ballon de Oro now very quickly. I don't want us to have a debate. Let's just call who uh our top three, our top three. Idris boss, please go first. Top three Ballon de Um, Lewandowski, Benzema. Messi, that's gonna be all right. And um, what about you? And um, also, Lewandowski, Messi, Benzema. All right, I think it will be Messi, Lewandowski, and Jorginho. We'll be watching November, November 29th. 
Guys, let's play our deal. When are they going to do the top three? I think November 29th, the results will be announced. Okay, the top three. I think the top three will come out very soon, but the yeah, official... come out soon. It's not... Yeah. Uh, we don't have the date for that yet. All right, so let's pay our deals. What? So yeah, guys, this episode of the podcast is proudly sponsored by Reps Apparel. Reps Apparel are our sponsor, so you guys should check them out on Instagram at Reps Apparel. Reps underscore Apparel. That's R-E-B-S underscore Apparel. Or on Twitter at Reps Apparel. They specialize, in, they specialize on producing football matches for all the clubs. So if you're a Chelsea fan, Barcelona fan, Arsenal fan, Liverpool fan, Manchester United fan, any fan you are, go and check out. They have the, they have beautiful matches, guys. Really beautiful. And they're affordable too. And they also deliver to anywhere in the world you get to. The, and they're rolling out a lot of beautiful and awesome designs that I think you guys are going to love. So you can get them for some of your, f- your friends that you know that love football, get that birthday gift, give it to them. They're going to do the delivery and all that. So you guys should check them out, guys. Reps Apparel, that's our sponsor for this episode. So let's get back to ex- let's get back to extra time. What are your thoughts about NYC? Do you think it should be scrapped? Because I know it's a conversation that is always happening all the time. And I have a podcast episode coming out this Friday on, on NYC. I, I call it, I think I'm going to name it my NYC hack. Because, okay, so what do you think? Do you think it should be scrapped? Uh, Absolutely. I don't see any reason for it. It's deadly. You know, for you to be reading manuals and they're talking about holding um, the what's it called ransom for kidnappers, it's inappropriate at this rate. It's it's a disgrace. When I went to camp five six years ago, it was embarrassing. The camp I went to was in the east. The toilets were unhealthy. The environments were terrible. We can't have things like that. Beating over maybe a thousand people in toilets that are embarrassing. You have to rush people. You. You must be prepared for things like this, and the government is not prepared for it. I think people are just gaining from the funds, and that's why they don't just want to scrap it, because I don't see any so-called reason for it. Since they are not ready to have healthy, functioning camps, and then locations security conscious, you are telling coppers, you are taking them to the north, places that are very insecure, making them a target for kidnappers, and then putting the life of cities, ordinary citizens at risk because... They want to save Nigeria. There's no need and no no single reason for it right now. Man, it's crazy. Um, me, me too. I think when when I went to camp, when I went to camp, because I camped in Isen Ibadan, yeah. So it's coming out tomorrow. Me, for what the content I created was mostly for. I know that no matter how much debate you continue to have, it's not going to end because, like you mentioned, there are a lot of people at the top who are gaining financially from it. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not going to make them want to scrap it. So I made the content for like, okay, since it's not going to be scrapped, this is the best people can do to make the most out of it. You get what I'm saying? So I got two girls that I saved with and we just shared our story. And it's it's, it's very funny because this toilet thing you mentioned, guy, I didn't didn't use the toilet for like a week in NYC camp because of how dangerous it was. It was was dirty. It was so frustrating. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't so comfortable at all, but I think there's a silver lining in all of it because I think that the scheme, the aim is good, but it's not just being implemented properly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's our problem over here. We don't know how to merge, uh, what's it called, good vision with proper implementation. Mad. Right. So it's, 
It's crazy. Yeah. Well, 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 thank you. Thank you for coming. And guys, if you are listening, I had the podcast episode with Pengman and Ravel on the last general episode. I named that one Unique Trolls. And you can check the podcast description. We have, I think this is the 33rd episode so far. We talked about dealing with trolls. And why basically people should not be scared to put out their content online. Because you guys, you're, you're on Twitter a, a lot now. You see that, you know, I'm sure you know a lot of people too that are scared of tweeting. Or scared of posting their pictures and every other thing because they're afraid of trolls. Yeah, I do. Okay? I do really. Yeah. So I made that podcast episode and myself, Rovell, and and uh, okay, ah, Idris. I was asking, I was asking King Nosso about his thoughts, his takes on on NYC. Whether you think it should be scrapped because there are current sets of people in NYC camp. What do you think about this scheme? Ah, uh, you see that thing about being scrapped for me. NYC is like a 50-50 thing. I feel it's, it shouldn't be obligatory. Anybody that feels like going, let them go. If I don't want to go, let, let me not go. I don't think they should scrap it totally. They should just make it open. If you're interested, register. If you're not interested, you're free to go. Nothing is going to happen to you. Because to some extent, I enjoyed my NYC. I like the experience. I met new people. I met friends. A lot of things can happen during NYC, my friend, my guys. You can meet someone I that think, will change your life entirely. I think it's the start of your of your adult life in Nigeria. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. But they should they shouldn't make it unnecessarily difficult for people because there are so many things that put. Like, yeah, in Nigeria, Nigeria it, life in Nigeria is unnecessarily <laughs> difficult. Yeah, exactly. Like. There's no way to submit the program in Nigeria and it's not going to be difficult. I don't think it's it's, it's possible. It's basically impossible. So what? what? Yeah. You guys should, you, you, everybody that's listening should check out for it. It's coming out on Friday. I've recorded it already. Just to click publish. I talked about my own NYC journey with my friends and how people, because the truth of the matter, like I said earlier, no matter how much we talk about it, no matter how much we go online to tweet about it, they are not going to end it because Can't of talk. the people Do you know how much talk about exactly you get what i'm saying so me my own content was for people that have not gone this is how you can make the most out of it you should be intentional with it don't just leave it to chance number one don't just leave it to oh let them throw me anywhere they want to throw me but i throw you to the nuts and they kidnap you <laughs> so you guys should check out that content but on the on the know my guest basis boss idris tell us briefly yeah. what you do so that people that want to patronize ah what do i do i, I like looking for money <laughs> I look for money in my sleep. <laughs> okay, so basically, um, I'm a digital person. I Everything digital. Anything you can think about when it comes to digital, that's what I do. And at the moment, I I work for a group of companies that owns like 17 brands. So I'm the digital lead there, both regional and in Nigeria. So we have it in like seven countries. So that's about it. Um, just a digital guy. Anything you want to do when it comes to digital. Just, if, just, if, just if people want to find you on social media, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. Um, CR Idris. Yeah. On Instagram, once you type CR Idris, you see like four of my handles comes up. Anyone you want to follow out of them, feel free to do so. So it's the, it's the same. Idris, Thank you for having me. Once can you, it's a pleasure to have you. Can you, can you take to come and sponsor my podcast because we're looking for sponsors i uh, are looking for that <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are not really doing sports but one of our stations which is a, a radio station is correct fm correct fm does sports session later in the evening every day it's called sports worker so what we can do is that 
Um, first off, I can bring you to the station to come have some. You know how to speak pigeon very well now. Ah, you that, that, now. Will... Okay, that that station that station is the pigeon station, so you can come there to speak about football. Well, it's in Lagos. Yeah, everything is in Lagos. The headquarters uh, is in Lagos. In Lagos. All right. So, well, we'll see how we can. Any last words? Uh, first of all, sorry, you. I I begged my boss Idris before. Boss, <laughs> we did the same thing. I told you to show me the way you refused. I don't even know say you get uh, what's it called sports station, and you know say me as sportsman. So <laughs> you know, see, uh, that's the what we can do. What we can do in essence is that what we can do in this um, this is that um, you guys can always come as a guest. Okay. You guys can always come as a guest. So at the moment, I did been. Uh, you guys don't know people that have actually said that can actually fit into the things that we do. I brought a lot of people on, but I don't just like to say anything about it. It's because there is no, if you have any chance or any space now on our radio station, why not? You should come, you should come. But, you know, on the likes of Sound City, on the likes of Urban, we don't do anything in terms of sports. We just do brief things, just chip it in. And the OEPs are the ones doing that. But the station that has a sports segment, if that's correct, FM, we talk about everything. We do bands, we do a lot of things on that particular ones too. So what we can do is that, in fact, at times I'm always even looking for guests to bring on that show because always later at night, start around 8 p.m. And who's going to be coming to Lake around 8 p.m.? That's yeah. why I like to confident people here. So we can just look for probably one of these days. We, we bring, I can bring you guys on to come have your discussion. We'll look for probably a major match like this United-Liverpool now. When I get to the office, I'm going to know what they want to do about it so that we can we can fix some one or two things. All, All right. right. All right. It's been a pleasure talking with you guys. So you see, guys, look at the guests I'm bringing. I'm not just bringing any other people to come and talk football. Yeah, I bring proper people that understand football. And you can tell from the way they've analyzed football. So please, you guys should appreciate them by following them on social media. You do. <laughs> Chief, no, so your social media handle, please, before we forget. Okay. My social media handle on... Uh... On Twitter is Odogu underscore Nomso. Okay. Yeah. And you can meet me on Instagram, Zadi Nomso. I mean, the only Zadi, you know what I'm saying? You Zadi shower. I'm just second-hand Zadi. I always forget to call my social media handle, but I think everybody should know it already at Edmondoris. And I'm going to post their pictures. So if you want to see them, you should go to my Instagram at Edmondoris. You'll see them and I'll drop yeah, social media handles on the podcast description. So thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate. You're I welcome. Hope, um, You're welcome. We get to talk. We we'll get to talk more in the future because this podcast is forever. So thank you. Uh, All right. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah have a good day, guys. Bye. Yeah. So yeah, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I know I did. I love the analysis from my guests. Please, you guys should follow them on Instagram and on Twitter. On Twitter, especially, the guys are going to make football interesting for you um and don't forget we have a very interesting podcast coming out i'm going i think i don't know the exact name i'm going to give that one yet but i think i'll just name it my nyc hackers it's literally me and my friend sharing our nyc stories hilarious nyc stories but i think that it's, it's content that a lot of people can learn from it's right those that haven't gone to save so if you know anybody that has not gone to save and is 
wanting to make a decision on what state to say, where to go, what to do with their service here. That episode is for them. So please, guys, you guys should don't don't forget to check out the other episodes with me. This is the 33rd episode so far. So there are lots of brilliant, brilliant episodes that you can be listening to. So subscribe so you don't miss out. And we're going to be making more more premium content. Please, podcast ideas. If you have any idea that you, you want to see on the podcast or anything you'd like to see on the podcast, you can always hit me up. I'm, I'm always open to ideas, good ideas and all that. So please, guys, we are still open for sponsorship and advice. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you can hit me up. If you want to advertise on the podcast, you can hit me up. Sponsoring the podcast. If you are listening and you like what I'm doing and you want to support, you can always hit me up and we can work something out. Basically, support from from, from people listening will make me make better content because we want to make a website for the podcast. We also want to make the visual parts of the podcast at some point. So, like, there are big, 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 big things coming through. So, if you are listening and you like it, you can always support by reaching out to me. So yeah, guys. I'm sorry to a lot, a lot all my United fans. I know you will, you <laughs> you have listened to this episode and you won't be happy and the only incident and all that. But you guys should take out. You guys should take out. It's going to get better. I don't know when, but it'll get better. And I'm hoping Oli doesn't get sacked. <laughs> so no worries, like, guys. I'm going to see you guys on, on Friday for the general episode. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Thank you for vibing with Edmund Don't forget to rate, review, and share. Edmond Uris.